Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Shannon from Fluently Forward, and I am going to be on the Hollywood Raw podcast sharing some of my favorite and most outlandish blind items for the guys to guess. Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From Page Six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. My name is Adam Glenn, joined by my celeb-obsessed friend, Dax Holt. How are you, sir? <laughs> celeb-obsessed friend. I'm I'm good, buddy. And yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited for today's episode. Uh, we have a fun one today, right, Dax? It's going to be a good one. We got Shannon McNamara. Um, you guys know her. She is the host of the Fluently Forward podcast. Um, you know what's interesting? Her podcast is just crushing it. She's been someone that I've wanted to have on, have on for a while. And then I noticed her name popping up a lot. When people join our private Facebook page, they will say, you know, whoever they thought was a really fun episode and then who we should have on. And her name has popped up quite a few times over the last few months. And so we reached out and she said, let's do it. So she is on today. I'm excited to have her on. You know, her podcast focuses a lot just on entertainment news, blind items, just, you know, kind of runs the gamut. And what I really like about her podcast is she she's got this very calming voice. When you listen to it, yeah, it like makes you like, oh, she's just like a relaxing voice. I don't know. Anyway, she's coming on today. I'm excited to have her on. We'll talk all about Kanye West and maybe we'll bring up like the Dua Lipa stuff, her and Trevor Noah, get her opinion, whether or not it's fake or real or what the blinds have been saying about those two. And and then uh, just kind of dive in with her. Yeah. Excited. Before we get to her, we do our thing where we uh, we read your reviews live on air. It's just giving a little shout out to some of the people that listen to the podcast that are fans and we appreciate the uh, the love because that's the best thing to do to support this podcast is leave a review five stars say a few kind words Dax do you have a review ready for us I star I star iTunes review number one this comes from DMD 2780 oh no Denise from New York uh, says love love the podcast always a good listen on my commute to work Denise from New Jersey. Thank you from Denise or to Denise. God, I can't talk today. This is not good, Adam. <laughs> Four seconds into the podcast and I'm already flubbing my words. This is going to be a rough day. We're going to make it through. What's another one? Dax? All right. This one from Bork Mom. Love Dax and Adam. Love both of you guys. Enjoyed you on TMZ. Very nice. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All of our 
our resume of hard work. Okay, last one. This one comes from Kat. Why did it take me so long to find you? Five stars. Thank you both for asking all the questions we wish we could ask celebs. Hollywood Raw has quickly become one of my go-tos. Great chemistry between hosts and guests. I admire how you balance getting the tea without being disre- disrespectful or intrusive. Keep them coming. XX Cat. Love that Kat, review, That's Kat. awesome. Thank you. That's awesome, Kat. Thank you um, so much. We had to pay Kat $20 to uh, leave that review, but it was money well spent. So thank you, Kat. Yeah, enjoy the Venmo. <laughs> um, uh, thank you, Kat. And thank you guys. Again, leave those reviews. It's the best thing to do to support this podcast. With that said, Dax, tell us about our guest today. I don't have to say much. She is the host of the Fluently Forward podcast, which you can find wherever you download your podcast. You can find her on social media at Fluently Forward. Shannon McNamara, welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Listen, we always say that we are not like necessarily a blind item podcast, but God, we love people (laughs) that cover blind items. It is so fun. It's so juicy. I I don't know. And it's just something that it's not our specialty, so we love having people on that can really bring some of the best blind items they've ever like worked with or talked about. I don't know. To me, it's some of our funnest episodes, so thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I think it's cool. I mean, you guys deal with the real items. You know, I like to <laughs> read blinds about people I've never met, and you guys have actually met these people, so it's a little both sides <laughs> of the coin. Yeah, I, and, uh, are we so allowed good to say what a big yeah. day this is for you right now? Yeah, sure. I think you could. Listen, today is a big day for Shannon. This is her first day as a full-time podcaster, which is a massive, massive step for anyone who is in the podcasting world to finally be able to step away from that nine-to-five job and like full forward into podcasting. So congratulations. We're very excited for you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, We want to start. Where you want to start? Yeah, I want to start with this Kanye West situation because – I mean, I know we're all sick of talking about Kanye and give him the attention that he probably wants, but and obviously there's some I mean, we don't know. We don't know what's in his medical cabinet of like if there's any prescription drugs that he's taking or if he's off his medicine. I mean, that's to be determined. But you know, Shannon, what are your thoughts on what you've seen so far in the Kanye West situation? Yeah, I think everything he does is just a massive troll at this point. It has to be. And I think it's funny cuz him and the Kardashians are both these masters of publicity and the Kardashians are known for setting really small fires and having a bunch of tiny scandals. And he just has massive ones and you kind of excuse the Kardashians, even though they have no talent. And then you excuse Kanye West because he has such talent, or at least he did years ago. I feel like his music was kind of better back then, but I think it's really interesting. Like obviously when him and Candace Owens wore the white lives matter t-shirts, I saw a clip that Candace Owens was saying when she talked about it and she was saying oh well we wore these t-shirts because blm all they did was divide people and in my head i'm just thinking okay so you wore those shirts and you didn't think they were going to divide people like their logic just doesn't make sense i think it's just full-on trolling for publicity at this point because like what else could it be it's a hundred percent trolling and we all fall for it every single time I would say for anyone who hasn't been following the news, um, you know, we talked about the the White Lives Matter shirt last week. So most people should know about that. But the latest thing is him tweeting that he's going to go death on three on Jewish people. Um, And I don't really, to be honest, I don't know where that rant started because it's Kanye West. And sometimes it's really hard to follow his his train of thought and why he's so mad at this moment. 
but that tweet got removed. The Instagram post got removed because it was very anti-Semitic. Um, I and you know what I this one I feel like went too far. You know, it's it's one thing to troll people, but then to be like, I'm gonna go DeathCon three on Jewish people. I I I had to check out of this one. I'm like Kanye, you. Well, he also has a repeated now. history of it too. Years ago, didn't he say that um, the reason his concert or tour wasn't selling well was he blamed Jewish people for that too? I think that was back in 2013, maybe. Um, so it's just it's just like completely unhinged. And I think, you know, there's a lot of talk about like, when do you deplatform someone? I think anytime you're threatening a group of people, you shouldn't be allowed to do that online, especially if you're so powerful and you have so many followers. So yeah, he has been, uh, you know, blocked apparently, I guess uh, he's, he's currently like a frozen account on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, this is what we do know, and we broke some stories in the last you know, few days. Actually, in the last week, we broke a lot of stories, Dax. But um, I did talk to a high-end, one of the top salespeople at Fox. And you know, Connie did this Tucker Carlson interview that went everywhere. It was a pretty wild interview. It wasn't even wild. It was just like, it was pretty candid. And it was just interesting that Kanye is talking wait, to wait, 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 Tucker. Rewind. Why, why do you think he chose to go on Tucker? Like, he's wearing this White Lives Matter shirt. But then goes on Tucker. Like, is this again just him no, well, trolling Black America? Like, why? So Tucker and Kanye have had a relationship for a long time. They've been talking for a long time. They just never made this interview happen. Now, here's the here's the story. You know, we, actually, if you follow, we have a private Facebook group where we do a lot of details and stuff that we don't put on the podcast because it's just it's just. It's a lot of inside baseball, but we're going to kind of tell you a little bit about the a little about this inside baseball. And you need to follow our Facebook group. Is that right, Dax? Would you say so? Yeah, it's called Off the Record. So, Shannon, if you want to join, feel free to join. <laughs> you can anything in there is up for grabs. Uh, but yeah, it's called, it's just off the record. It's a really cool Facebook group. Shout out to them because everyone's talking with each other. They talk to us. They ask us questions. We always give us our little detail that we know what's going on in the entertainment business. So this is what we know. Tucker Carlson and Kanye West have had a relationship for months. They've been talking for a long time. Tucker, before he does any interview, likes to talk to the guests before, like just to get a relationship with them, know that he's, you know, he's cool, that he's a friend. And finally, you know, Tucker, I'm sorry, Kanye wore the White Lives Matter t-shirt at Paris Fashion Week, made tons of news. And then all of a sudden, Kanye's team reached out at like 6 a.m. and said, hey, we're down to do the interview. Because Tucker wanted to do the interview so long, Kanye said, not now, not now. After all the headlines, Kanye's team reached out at like 6 a.m. and said, hey, let's do the interview. And Kanye wanted to do it remotely, but Tucker wanted to do it in person. And they just had to go right there because Kanye is so... You know, at the moment, he would maybe they, yeah, he might just, they might fly there. And then he says, yeah, I don't want to do the interview. So they just jumped the gun and just got on a private jet, ran right over to um, Kanye's warehouse. They actually went from right from the private jet. Again, this might from my, um, my, I got sources at then the West camp. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they went right from the private jet to Tucker's, I'm sorry. Tucker went right from the private jet to Kanye's like uh, facility compound where they, or... yeah, compound where yeah. they make the clothes and stuff. They're only supposed to do a thirty-minute interview. However, Kanye was in a great mood apparently and loved Tucker. And uh, uh, I'm hearing from also from the Fox people that 
talk Kanye was the nicest guy. Like he couldn't have been any warmer, couldn't have been any nicer, no entourage, no publicist with him. Um, just like welcoming, warm, and just cool. And they actually said he seemed like he had his shit together. Um, Kanye was very particular how he wanted to do the interview. He wanted to do it in a certain spot. He also um, would have nobody on set. It had to be just him and Tucker. No one could walk around. There could be no one in the room, no one doing lights. or No, it had to be completely just the two of them, which is sort of wild. This is also sort of weird. Once the crew walked into the facility, into Kanye's compound, Kanye has like cell phone cameras, like always recording. And they're like, they're kind of propped up and sitting up, like trying to catch footage because, you know, he's filming like this documentary type stuff on him. He's always filming. So like they were like noticed that there were cell phones sort of like just sitting up and filming them. But they just they didn't do anything bad. Again, the interview went for two hours and was supposed to be 30 minutes and went great. And afterwards, Kanye gave Tucker like a walk around the compound, showed him around. And they, again, they walked out of there like this guy was normal. He was nice. He was cool as can be. And actually, it's funny. So I did talk to yesterday. I did talk to a head of sales of Fox. And they said, listen, if we knew what Kanye was doing or like if he's, he if he said that stuff on air, we don't even know if we put that stuff out there. They think it was a little bit calculated that he put this stuff out after the Tucker interview. They're like, why would you, you know, like, it's just wild. They probably wouldn't have done the interview if they knew that he was just an anti-Semite type thing. Yes, they would have done the interview. Don't give me that. <laughs> That's shit. what they, they said. They would have done the interview, That's... but they would have probably brought it up. Oh, sure. I mean, listen, they're not going to go and be anti-Semites with him. They're not going to, but they'll challenge him and they'll question him just to get his words out. But they were, again, thrown off by it. Um, and it's just wild it's wild the stuff he's so here's what dax you broke a big story yesterday in our facebook group because oh yeah so <laughs> this was crazy we talked about this sorry shannon uh, we, we dominated this whole conversation. no i, I, I love hearing about it <laughs> yeah um no we we broke the story that last week that that kanye had a new publicist that someone had jumped on board to actually represent him mm. And she has now already jumped off board. She's quit on him because, and I believe it was a she. I mean, it was. It was. Out of turn here. I just knew it was a PR person. Um, had quit on him because he's he's too much of a liability. It's like someone that. How are you supposed to possibly represent someone that's going out there and constantly on Twitter and saying the most outlandish, crazy shit possible? You're like, I, I can't even make up excuses. Kim Kardashian is probably like, thank God I don't have to deal with this guy anymore. And I don't have to make up excuses why my husband's a psycho and constantly saying shit in the media that I can't defend anymore. Like, it's a probably a job that you just don't want. Yeah. And it's such a fine line, too, because I feel like whenever Kanye does shit like this, people are like, well, mental health has to come into play. And I think it can explain something, but it definitely doesn't excuse it. And I feel like when you're a PR person, like, what do you do? Plead, my client is insane for like every single case. Like if you, if that's been going on for like 10 years, I don't know why anyone would want to be his publicist unless you want your career ruined because like that's not a battle you're ever going to win. Yeah, he's had a lot of different representatives over the years from managers to agents to uh, you know, obviously publicists. The publicists, it's a hard position because, you know, you have to go out and talk to the media and sort of defend this person. But once they start saying the stuff he's done recently, especially after the anti-Semitic stuff and all, it's like, it's hard to defend that. It's hard to, you know, they're almost, they are their own, pub Kanye is his own publicist at the end of the day. And who knows if he's doing a good job. They're, like, you can't really, 
protect him. And then if you're a publicist, you know, your other clients could be like, what are you doing? Like, why are you, you know, you're, you're, I, I can't work with you if you're supporting this guy or working with this person just because it's it's too much. So I get jumping off board. So, yeah, Kanye's publicist, uh, we broke the story, Kanye's publicist has left him. And, and it, it seems also like- must be a hard, too, because I feel like if you're a publicist, right, you're like, okay, what I do is I... I manage their publicity and they're going to have albums come out and they're going to have tours. But Kanye is also like running for president and doing clothes and starting his own school and starting his own religion. And it's all of this stuff. So it's like, who even does know how to manage it? Like manage that. It's not like he's a musician anymore. He's like a figure. And there's no one that can get inside of his brain. Like it's such a wild area inside of his brain that he's going to be like, well, I want trash bags to display clothes <laughs> at Gap and no one else can understand this. So like how how could you possibly be that person for him? Because no one's ever going to be at his level. He's like he's like so, mad libs right. with his scandals. You know, it's like you you pull the lever on a slot machine and it's like, I want garbage bags in Wyoming and religion. And you're <laughs> like, what? Like, how did he tie all of this together? It, it just seems so sporadic. So true. So I, I want to get into the next story. Dua Lipa, Trevor Noah. Shannon, what do you know about these two? Are they real? Is this a PR relationship? Yeah. What, what's your thoughts on Lines that? Lines are saying that it's PR to distract from the fact that Trevor was fired from The Daily Show. But I don't know. I just feel like I could, for some reason, kind of see them together. Maybe it's just because they're both good looking. And I feel like Dua Lipa has her head screwed on straight. And like, so does he, because I'm kind of like anyone with an accent who talks about politics is so smart. Um, so I don't know. I feel like they would make a good couple. but lines say that it's just two friends kind of hamming it up for the camera so we'll see adam your thoughts um so this is what we know we broke the story oh. that they were uh th- that it was um we broke the story that they were out that night and it was a date um dua left sh- but that doesn't mean that it's real or fake no well we'll, we'll go on. it was definitely a date it was not like they've been together or they're dating they're just trying to feel each other out there is definitely attraction on on both ends um how could they, they not be on Trevor's end? I feel like Dua Lipa has the strongest pheromones in Hollywood. Like everyone's right? attracted to her. She's yeah, she's very sexy. <laughs> um, so it was definitely he brought her to a place, a Caribbean place, which uh, in the East Village. She didn't bring anybody else with her. It wasn't like an entourage. It wasn't frenzing. It was the two of them hanging out at a place in the East Village. Uh, it wasn't a late night where they went home together. Um, it was definitely flirtatious. Here's the funny part: is so there was an outlet that did a story about the date. And Dua's representative reached out and said, how dare you? This was not a day. You know, why two, Why can't two people go out, blah, 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 and starts bad-mouthing You guys are wrong, blah, blah, blah. Then Dua – I'm I, sorry, but if you, is it not still a date if two people, like, they're out together? You could have a, a friend date. You could have a date date. I feel like that's still a date no matter what. Two people out to dinner. Yeah, yeah but she was actually talking about it on a recent podcast, you know, and she said – uh, you know, this is, she was pretty much asked about, like, about the date, and she just said, like, she didn't deny it. She did not deny it when she was asked about the date, um, which kind of confirms right? our story. It was maybe a cheek it, kiss, but there was It something. was a cheek, it was a little bit, it looks like corner lip, um, but there yeah. was definitely, um, like, listen, Trevor, Trevor's a coxman, okay? He's been, uh, he's been, <laughs> let's be real, he's, this guy's been with very beautiful women, and Dua Lipa would be great on his resume. As far as it being a PR relationship, it's yes, it would be great for both parties. It's great for Trevor. It's great for Dua. You know, it's 
it's a great business move for both of them. Is there attraction? Yes. Is there a good? Is there business surrounded by it? Saying, "Hey, this would be a great move for both of us." Absolutely, because it's international. Yeah, I'm a fan of it. Let's make it happen. And sometimes, even if something is for PR, if it makes sense, I'm like, "Yeah, why not?" You know, let's do it. Yeah. Now, I, I, I'm still not sure. I still kind of have a feeling this is just PR. Um, but I did what I didn't know, which you threw out there is that the blinds are saying that this is because he got fired. I, I did not hear that at all. I didn't know that. I that heard he stepped really down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything out there yet, but the blinds were kind of painting a little bit of a story where if you Google Trevor Noah, he wants the headline of him and Dua to pop up rather than what could have allegedly happened at the daily show. Um, which, yeah, I mean, people are talking about him and Dua more about the daily show. It's wow, interesting. yeah, that's interesting. I don't know if it's it's a weird move just because it's Comedy Central and Comedy Central has Viacom. I mean, they pretty much have no TV. There's, there's no programs on Comedy Central besides South Park and The Daily Show. So I don't know how they make money paying Trevor Noah, paying for the studio. I don't even know if it's worth it for Comedy Central to kind of keep that show. And Trevor's rate is getting higher and higher so yeah i mean he could have maybe it was a mutual decision for him to step down um fire it's hard it's hard to say as of right now i'm going to go by the headline saying he is resigning from the show but as far as inside baseball saying he was fired it's hard to say like hey if he was fired he'd be gone by now i don't think he would just sit there for i feel like he'd be more outspoken i feel like he would speak about it and he would step down instead of rather than just wait it out if it's part of your uh, your payout or something and you got to play it off or he doesn't want to lose face and he was like no i want people to think that i'm quitting versus fired so he needs to play it off there i mean listen this goes down the conspiracy theory track line shannon what is your favorite conspiracy theory of all time oh god i have a special place in my heart for the theory not the person of jeffrey epstein i just think it's fascinating how with each year after that more and more people were involved you know you have elon musk in there you have bill gates you have politicians you have random celebrities um this week i did a an episode about 30 rock blind items and uh jane krakowski who plays jenna maroney on that show like she was pictured with Ghislaine maxwell so many housewives were pictured with her so i think that's just probably like the biggest iceberg of conspiracy theories that like Weirdly enough, celebrities are involved in. Yeah, like who actually knew them? Who was hanging out with them? Yeah, who was Kevin Spacey, just like so many people. And to this day, nobody has admitted that they knew him and nobody else has been slapped on the wrist for anything that he did. And Epstein and Maxwell are these traffickers who are the only traffickers in history to not have a record of trafficking anyone to anyone. You know, they just, oh, every single person was trafficked to Epstein and we're going to leave it at that, which isn't how trafficking works. So I think that's really fascinating, right? You have two former U.S. presidents who were involved with it and it just kind of did get pushed under and wrapped up with a nice little bow of like, well, we solved it, so now we can move on. But uh, I would like kill to steal celebrities' phones, type Epstein into their messages and just like see what they're talking about with each other about it. Yeah, I agree with you, oh, Shane. Yeah. I'm sure those are long gone by now. They were like, ooh, and delete. They're on signal. Yeah, they never even you know, made a message. Is Epstein's old phone. That's the phone you want and see yes. who was in his phone, what numbers were saved. Yes. Just to see all the crazy shit in there. Yeah. yeah. How about you guys? What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Oh, I I I'm still obsessed with the Katie Holmes and 
is Suri, who's Suri's real dad. I, I love that story. Yeah, I agree with Dax. I, it's something about Scientology. <laughs> oh, That's so funny. It answered me. Yeah. <laughs> she thought I said Siri, not Suri. <laughs> Uh, All right, sorry. You mind your own business, Siri, 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 whatever the fuck you're doing. Uh, All right. Sorry. No, I agree Go. with you, Dex. I, I think something with Scientology, it's so secretive and we still don't know what's going on there. Like if, you know, Danny Masterson from 70s show is in the news right now because he might be serving life in jail because he has, I think he has like three counts of rape against him. And apparently, allegedly, that he did some stuff with a girl, another Scientologist or ex-Scientologist. And like, I just want to know what happens or what goes on there. And what are the rules? Cause we really don't know the basics. We hear it from like Leah Remini kind of, but she's angry. I just want to let like Tom tell me what the deal is and let me know like what the deal is with Tom, Siri and Katie. I want to know what's it, what is attractive of this religion to him? Well, like why be, stay in there? It must be the blackmail, right? So, you know, you had that coming up with the Epstein case, you have that for Scientology, even with Nixium. And I know that that was a cult that more Smallville kind of B and C list actors and actresses were in. But even with all of these cults, you have this idea of you only get to be a part of it if you give me something incriminating about yourself. And then I think people stay in not because they want to, but because they're terrified to leave. That's what I think. But what could be so incriminating against Tom Cruise that he wouldn't want to leave? Yeah. At, at the end of the yeah. day, I think even if they released a sex tape of Tom Cruise, he could say they've been blackmailing me this whole time. And everyone would be like, I get it, Tom. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think the world would be like on his side if he decided I wanted to get out of this religion or this cult or whatever you want to call Scientology. I want to get out of it. Um, and this is what they had hanging over my head. And so I didn't want to leave. And I'm sorry that this is going to be very embarrassing for me, but I want out. Yeah. The world would like, I think, get it. I mean, I think they would too, but I'm sure the dynamics are. And, you know, I think cults are so fascinating. It's kind of the same thing where like you see someone in an abusive or horrible relationship and you're like, why don't you just leave? But once you're in it, everything's so different. I would imagine if you've been in Scientology for what has he been in it for like 20 years now or something more than that. i would just imagine yeah that. it's like so deeply ingrained in you it's got to be like impossible to leave and they probably have you know i hear that he really is responsible for funding most of scientology and other people that work with him right since he works with other scientologists he brings them over to the religion i say that with air quotes i, I also gotta think he's not like a Sea Org member. You know what I'm saying? Like he is the cream, the top of the top there. And so him in Scientology is probably a very different story than what a lot of other people are in Scientology. Yeah, maybe he's, he's one not... of the baddies, right? Maybe he's recruiting people and making money off of it. And we don't know. Maybe, maybe he has Shelly Miscavige in his basement. We don't know, guys. <laughs> we don't know. Is there any conspiracy stories that you think are actually real? Where it's just like, all right, it's something's like, some are just ridiculous and insane. But is there one that like, Listen, there is some truth to this where I'm actually leaning towards it being real. Oh, are you talking like celebrity? Celebrity, celebrity ones, right? yeah. I think that there's a bunch. I mean, I do think, uh, and it's so twisted to talk about, but I do think that with Dan Schneider and everything like that, there has just been so many examples of um, pedophiles or creeps working for these Disney Channel Nickelodeon networks and getting kicked from one network, but then being hired at the other network and just kind of staying within those confines. And I think that's really messed up and it makes people uncomfortable. So they don't want to talk about it. you know, it's easier to pretend that it doesn't exist. But I just think, um, I think in general, 
Granted, a lot of them are insane, but over the years with Harvey Weinstein coming out, with Kevin Spacey coming out, with the Army Hammer stuff coming out, so many things that, you know, truth is stranger than fiction have happened that it kind of makes you say, well, I don't want to be an idiot and assume that something isn't true. But I think at the end of the day, human beings are both good and bad. And when in the history of any history have you given a human power, fame, success, money, and 15 years of no one ever telling them no. And, oh, they turned into Mother Teresa. They started going to the soup kitchen. Like, no, typically they're doing really sidious um, things to people and, and not that great. So I just think, and I'd be curious what you guys think, having, you know, been more in the world than I am. But I think that there's something in Hollywood where, like, the morality is a little bit shaky and these creepy things do happen. I think I think fame and power definitely get to people's heads very quickly. I think that when you realize you can say, oh, I, I want green M&Ms and next thing you know, only green M&Ms show up, it is intoxicating yeah. and people get uh, obsessed or addicted to that fame and whatever they want is in the in their hands immediately. I think that can be a very weird power to hold and people abuse it. They get to a point where they abuse it. And that's why you see so many of these type of stories. Um, but it is what it is, you know, and I think some of these bigger A-listers when they're still good people, I think that's uh, that shows the the most to me is that they've been given the power, but they don't abuse the power. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's rare. But something I do like about blind items is, you know, NT once in a while will do kindness blinds about acts of charity that celebrities are doing or things like that, because, you know, it's hard when you get into gossip. You have to remind yourself, like, not, a, you know, people are all shades of gray. Not everyone's purely evil or purely great. So I like to include the kindness in there, too. Why? Why are blind items so popular? So popular now? I think I, be, I think they become more popular now than they were 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there has been a resurgence. I think Dumois is really popular for bringing blind items to like a new generation. Um, and I also think that something happened probably around 2020 where, or maybe even before with Donald Trump, you know, calling everything fake news. But I think there's been this idea. And I remember during COVID times, um, clicking through the news channels and one news channel would be reporting version a of events and then the other news channel would be reporting version b and you're just like okay what what is going on who is the news like who do i trust and then you have social media rising and everybody submitting their own stories so instead of having to buy people magazine you could hear a story on tiktok or on a reddit thread or something like that so this idea of crowdsourced gossip just kind of became something a little bit more to trust than like mainstream news media sources and um i think it's also with things coming to light, right? Like the the Cosby, the Ellen DeGeneres, the Weinstein, it kind of made people think, okay, if this could be true, what else is true? And with blind items, you do have this really tantalizing history of them being correct. So when everything with Harvey Weinstein happens, you can look through years of blind items and see that Harvey Weinstein has been talked about. And whenever, I don't know, this is all alleged, I'm just throwing out the first name that comes to me, like Brad Pitt, something happens with him, you go back through the archives and you're like, damn, the blinds were right about that. And of course, some of them are fan fiction. Some of them are pure lies. They're not all correct. But I think it makes people really hungry to get into that detective mode. You know, everyone's more into true crime now. So when you pour through blind items, it kind of scratches that itch in your brain where you feel like you're doing something productive, but it's also entertaining and scandalous at the same time. It's like, it's like perfect storm. I love it. <laughs> and you're putting together a puzzle. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
No, you're right. It is so. Dax is really good at guessing blind items. I'm terrible. They're just like they're rough riddles for me, and I'm just as a guy who's like so celeb oriented, just because of what I do as a living, I'm so bad at it. It really gets me. I'm really upset at myself because how bad I am at it. I well, you want to you want to you want to play a game? I, I told Shannon to bring some blind items for us. I Adam, would love to, so we could guess them. I would love okay. to. Let me pull some. All right, here. so. So, you know, we, we've done this with some of our other guests. Kelly and Troy stopped by, and we just love having blind items presented to us. Some of the blind items that maybe you have found your favorite over time or the wildest, craziest. And so you present them out. It'll give us and our audience a moment to try to guess and figure out who it is. Okay. So if you can give us any clues, that, that does help along the way. All right, I'll start with some of like the the blinds that people who know blinds would know the most of, and then we'll get like a little bit progressively harder. So I think this first one should be pretty easy. Um, how would I phrase it? There is an A-list actor, probably A-plus list actor, who is notorious for slapping on headphones when he has sex with girls. You know, it's so funny. I, I know a, a singer who's done that. <laughs> yeah, I've also heard of a singer doing this. I feel like it started with the the A plus list actor, and then once people heard about it, they were like, "Putting listening to some music while I fuck." That's Wait, like actually, I feel like hold on, it's gonna get me. Hold on, are, if we guess a name, are you gonna tell us? Yeah, but you know what? I also kind of want to hear the musician you're thinking of. So if you want, uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't. Him. No, because I know it's not even a blind item. I know the singer. Oh, yeah. you're like I was actually the one he was fucking with. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, you know what the thing is though? The singer is like, it wasn't me. I wasn't getting the one railed by him. But I, uh, I, I know, um, the person he was with. And I, actually, oh, would you just say, no, already? I'm not because I actually like them as a person. Like I'm friends with them and they, they hooked me up for their concerts. But now I look at them a little bit differently. I'm not going to lie. It's like, it's a little odd. Uh -huh. They also don't take off their hat when they do it too. So, um, definitely Chris Martin, right? No, that's actually a good guess, though. He seems like a guy who would do that. Okay. back. He seems like a headphone kind of guy. Back to your blind uh, item. I'm going to A list. I'm going to say James Franco. No. And not when an I A say list plus actor, A plus list, like one of the greats. Oh, okay. Uh, let's go with Leonardo DiCaprio. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and that I is, guess so. I've heard that one before. Is this because he's just, he's probably had sex with so many women he's just like i i just need to listen to this weekend song while we do it because i'm just bored maybe here. he's listening to our podcast who knows what's going on <laughs> you never songs. know <laughs> definitely listening to the podcast or maybe he's right listening now. to joel osteen who knows yeah uh, <laughs> we really Lyons. don't know exactly um all right that was a good one uh i've actually heard that too and i i, I actually believe that for some reason i believe it too there's yeah. okay this this is another one that's but like, sorry, just in the moment, like they're taking their clothes off and he's like, hold on, let me put these in. That's so weird. Yeah, I would imagine them as Bose over the head type of headphone ones, but maybe they're AirPods. But even, even AirPods is weird. Like, it's, wow, it's, oh no, it's super so Was he listening weird. to like Enya or like, what the hell is he listening to? <laughs> Stand up comedy. He's like letting out little giggles throughout or something. NPR, the daily. <laughs> Damn, that's, um, okay, this one right. is less of a blind. This was kind of like a, a bunch of rumors turned blind, and it's been in the news lately. We've got an A-list singer, foreign-born, 
with tons of rumors that he is going bald very quickly and wears a toupee during his shows. Um, Sam Smith? No. What level singer? I'd say A-list. A-plus? Maybe not A-plus, because I think A-plus is like everyone in the world knows your name, like even different generations. Chris Martin. Uh, Used to be in a boy band, I'll say that. Justin? Born Born used to be in oh, a boy band. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So it's this like hilarious rumor and tons of people have been taking pictures of him and videos of him at his concert head banging. And let me just say the front of his hair flips up and goes like halfway down his skull. It's pretty crazy. So it started as a rumor, but there's now like a good amount of proof for it. That would be nuts. But I also feel like he's someone that would look probably really good if he just shaved his head too. I think he'd look you know good what I'm but I get... no matter what. Like he could put on a trash can and somehow make it work. Yeah, he's, I'm, I'm like, now I'm going to have to really take a look at his his hairline. Yeah. You will, oh, yeah I yeah. see the video you're talking about where it's like flops way back. Yeah, it's really flip-flopping. Hmm. Well, that's an interesting one. All right, I like the conspiracy theory in it. There we go. Wrapped in wrapped in a blind. All right, good. I like it. All right, this All right, uh, next? this next one is one of my favorite types of blind items. It's from a while back, but it's about a A plus list singer who had a model best friend that was a little bit more than a best friend. Oh, it's got to be Cara Delevingne in there. Not Cara. Oh. Well, I, I, I was thinking Cara was the friend of the singer. Yes. Um, Taylor? Yeah, Taylor and... Uh, Carly Kloss. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Carly Kloss? Yeah, those, that was a good era. Like, maybe, like, the 2016 era of blind items. Lots of Taylor Swift ones. That was back when, like, the 4th of July parties were happening. Now you don't really see her in blind items as much. God, do you remember those Fourth of July parties? Those were yeah, like yeah. tons of celebrities, and they're all out there, like playing in the ocean. And what the hell was her boyfriend's name at the time? Tom Hiddleston. Tom that was a, that was a quick one. Oh God, it made me. Laugh I feel bad it. for Tom because he just got played. Because he's such yeah, a good actor, it's like, oh man, he just got played. The song about him too, "Getaway Car," was like pretty brutal. She's like, "I just like literally needed to leave you. I couldn't be with you anymore." I'm like, "Oh, but they took such good." you know, probably planned photos together all around the world. Like, I love seeing them in Rome and in England and all of this stuff. But hey, good song. So thanks, Tom, yeah. for yeah. inspiring <laughs> that song. Yeah. Um, okay, this was another one, once again, probably from years ago, but this era or this genre of blind item was really what got me into blind items at the beginning. It was a blind item about an A-list tweener turned mediocre singer who was really hooked on drugs and a lot of her rehab stints that were for anxiety were really for drugs and people had no idea about it. Mediocre singer, you said? Yeah, I would say NT always refers to her as a bad singer. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, my brain goes to Lindsay Lohan. That's what I was thinking too, but... but but, but this would be more of an like, unknown like, but rumors never, yeah rumors was a good song was on the so front of a magazine. um hmm. i guess i could say okay. this former tweener who was dating an a plus demi lovato singer 
No, not Demi. Because once again, I feel like most people would associate Demi with um, drugs. You, sorry, you said she was dating who? Dating an dating an A-list foreign-born singer back when they were both tweeners. It's like Misha Barton or something. No, a little bit, a little bit not as late than that. Man, this is a tough one. Oh, this is a, this is a tough. Maybe one. when you think of Disney tweeners, who the Disney tweeners were. I feel like all the Disney ones I think of are all like super famous. Like when I think of Selena, like oh. she's obviously big. It's Selena. Yeah. What? Yeah. Seriously. Okay. Reread re that one now that I have. Selena it makes sense, so, actually. But go on. Yeah, basically, be someone who is like an A-list tweener turned, you know, singer, but like not super powerful singer who was really hooked on drugs back in the day, and a lot of you know, rehab stints that were for anxiety were allegedly for drugs and things like that. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So I think that was kind of like the the lid that have you guys ever seen that video of her and Justin Bieber allegedly drying, buying drugs in this like seedy part of LA? No, <laughs> I don't know how it hasn't been wiped from YouTube. But if you type, you know, exactly that phrase into YouTube, you'll see a video of them. Justin's in this like store and this guy whips out his phone and he's like, oh, my God, Justin Bieber's here. And Justin's like, put the camera away. And they end up leaving. And him and Selena literally run down this alleyway away from the guy who's filming them. And oddly enough, there were photos taken of them later on in that day in Hillsong Church um, in the same clothes and everything like that. And then there were blind items talking about how these tweener couple went to church, but they kept leaving to go do drugs like throughout the service. Hmm. Yeah, so that was really something. That I mean, they they were definitely crazy back in the day together. So I know, and they still have such a hold on us too. You know, like even Haley is like, I can't stop thinking about it. I'm like, me too, girl. <laughs> well, I think there's certain couples like that, Brad and Jen. Yeah. It's like the world forever like associates them together, and like has this. Oh, I'd love to see them back together. Same with Justin and Selena. I don't know why. Yeah, no, there there really are some that we hold on. And I'm sure like media feeds us that idea of who we want to see together and why we're so obsessed with them. But yeah, Jelena just like stays in everyone's brain. I love it. That's a good one. All right. What? what By else? the way, I just watched okay. a Justin Bieber video and it's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> it is pretty funny. I, I mean, it's kind of sad, but it's it funny. Yeah. Um, okay. These two last ones I have are pretty niche and pretty wacky, but they're some of my favorite. The first one is... Let's see how I would say this. Um, this, I guess when I say A-list, it would be A-list in this realm. This A-list comic or this A-list comedy show writer slash sometimes host of award shows has a fetish where he loves having sex with pregnant women. Or I guess that wow. would be a kink. I think it's a kink. Excuse my phrasing if I get it wrong. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay. Creator, um, creator of a very popular animated comedy show. Oh, um, God, who would that Seth be? Seth McFarlane. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Seth? <laughs> oh, I got him. <laughs> I finally got one. That's... Yeah, that one I love because I remember when I read it on TikTok as a blind item there's that woman, I think Bonnie, who's like consistently pregnant throughout all of the shows. And people were like, is that why? And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe. 
but how are you out there just finding pregnant women left and right? I'm sure that there's an app for it, you know, (laughs) nowadays. Just just pregnant women that aren't already involved? There's so many surrogates in Hollywood. Maybe that's what he does. He just goes around and Priyanka Chopra's surrogate and um, didn't... uh, who else Kim, had one? Kim's. Kim's surrogate. Chloe's. Yeah, so maybe he's just hooking up with all of the surrogates in Hollywood. Oh, that's so unusual, but okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then all right. Uh, this last that one here. Wild. Okay. I would say this this A plus list actor has a reputation for inviting celebrities and people over to his house for games of hide and seek. And during the game of hide and seek, when you find him, he is masturbating. I know this one. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Yes. I've heard this one before. <laughs> it's hard to forget. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's such a fun game of hide and seek. Oh, look, it's Tom whacking it in the corner. <laughs> I got a shout out to if you haven't, if nobody's listened to Beyond the Blinds yet, they have a fantastic, I think, Scientology episode and uh they talk about that in it and it's it's just it's really something I would I was I don't know Shannon I was there for that live recording of that episode oh I thought you were gonna say you were at one of the hide and seek games oh man (laughs) yeah no I was I was there just whacking it with Tom Cruise we were hiding underneath a blanket it was crazy you're easy to find because a blanket (laughs) bouncing up and down that's on my to-do list before I die. I'd love to whack it with Tom Cruise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a f- that's so no, was, funny though. I was at the Beyond the Blinds uh, live recording here in LA when they did the Scientology episode. Oh, really oh, I love that. Their live shows are so good. Yeah, they were, that was that was a good one because it was. I am fascinated by Scientology, so to hear all the blinds about it was was awesome. But anyway, so thank you for that. That was a f- I love playing that game. I don't know. It never gets old to me just because it's. <laughs> I know my audience probably love or my our audience probably loves it as well. Um, do you? Here's a question for you: Do you think celebs ever send in their own blind items? I think they do, and um, I think NT, the the creator of Crazy Days and Nights, he's fantastic. And when he was on my podcast once, he said that Food God sends in his own blind items pretty often. Yeah, we I've I've reached out to NT. I want to get him on as well. Yeah. I mean, he's legendary in this industry when it comes to to blind items yes. but well, I'm, I'm not surprised curious like what's uh, your experience just since you guys are closer to these celebrities have you ever heard a reference of celebrities loving blind items hating them being aware of them i'm just so curious like you know for us like the normies who are online blind items are getting bigger but i do wonder are publicists aware of this right like is tmz aware of this are celebrities themselves checking dumois and crazy oh, days and nights 100 well, we, you know, when we had do on, you know, she had said, yeah, I, I see celebs using fake burner accounts yeah, and they are creating fake accounts to be able to follow her account to be able to see what is being spoken about them or what blind items are coming up. So she she can tell a lot of celebs who follow her. But I, I think that's pretty normal. And I think putting out blind items for press or publicity or clout or whatever it is. I think it's pretty common. Adam and I talk a lot more about celebs who set up the photo shoots with, you know, the camera guys out there in the streets, paparazzi, whatever the case is. 
that's what we seem to see more just because we're more involved in that side. And I would imagine it kind of works both ways, right? Like if you're, you know, calling for a photo of yourself to be taken, you're probably more aware of blind items than someone like, I don't know, like Cameron Diaz, who, you know, left Hollywood on purpose. She's probably like, I don't care about either of this. Yeah, I think it depends on your your level. Like there's probably housewives that are feeding it or feeding it about the other housewives. Yeah. You know, it just seems like that might be the caliber of people that are like trying to stay in there and stay relevant. Whereas, you know, Brad Pitt isn't fueling blind items, but Angelina Jolie is probably sending a lot of things to Dumois right now. Yeah, it's kind of like, a, like <laughs> I think there was an episode of Gossip Girl when they found out that like every single Upper East Sider was sending them blind items about all of their friends and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, how could you not? You know, you're like, oh, I hate this gossip, but here's a tip about someone else, you know? Like, it, I'm sure you do create a machine that just feeds itself. Yeah. Which celeb do you feel like has the most blind items sent in about them? <laughs> There's some random ones like like Cara Delevingne and Rita Ora will pop up in so many different blind items even though that you wouldn't consider them like A-listers so I think there's some people that just kind of pop up in other people's blind items and then there's other ones like I don't know like let's say like Dylan O'Brien he's like pretty big but there's not that many blind items about him and even when I try to look up um you know, Matt Smith, because obviously, like, I love House of the Dragon. There's like really only two about him. So, yeah, it, it is interesting. And Beyond the Blinds, right, they focus each episode on one celebrity. And there's some celebrities where there's not enough blind items for an episode, they say. So I think it's funny that you could be an A-lister, but not in blind items, because blind items are really just kind of how messy are you? And like, how involved are you in the scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm with you. I I I feel like you know the celebrities. From my experience, I I haven't really talked to many celebrities about blind items. From the ones I've talked to, I'm not gonna say the names, but they are not fans of it. They're either tell me the truth or tell me not. Tell me the person's name or tell me not. They don't like guessing the riddles. As far mm-hmm. as their name in the headlines, listen, everyone wants press when it's good press. You know, if it makes them look good and makes them look charitable, it makes them you know, makes them look great. Yeah, of course they want people talking about them. However, if it's not the best look, you know, and they also feel like they're scared a little bit from the people I talk to. Like it's, you know, sometimes they're not, you know, a lot of times they're not all true. So they just don't even need that thought going the back of people's heads that something's going on. It's weird. It's, it's, I think blind items show the zeitgeist of what the public has their pulse on you. So if I read a blind item that says, Cara Delevingne did cocaine. Everyone goes, blind items are true. Oh my God, yes. And then if I say Emma Stone was caught doing cocaine, people go, blind items are false. She would never. So blind items are rumors, but they also tell what the public would and wouldn't believe about you. So if I, you know, was a celebrity and there was a blind item going around that I was pregnant and people believed it, then as a celebrity, I would say, oh, okay, do I take a photo of myself in a bikini? Do I take a photo of myself wearing baggy tops for the next week because I want more people to talk about this. You know, it's kind of like, how do you play off of it? Because they're never going to go away. Gossip's never going to go away. But as a celebrity, you can kind of use it to your advantage and to kind of get a read on how people view you at the moment. So Shannon, feel free to put out C-list podcaster (laughs) hangs out at Tom Cruise's house playing masturbation, find hide and seek and finds him every time. Yeah. Just throw it out there. This C-list podcaster slash wanker (laughs) is doing things you wouldn't believe. (laughs) 
And every time he has to say a, a Mission Impossible phrase when he finds him. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, exactly. Tom Cruise really does do his own stunts, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, oh, so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, what, which which, fan, which uh, celeb do you think has the most loyal fan base, though? The strongest. The, the fans that are just completely obsessed by him. Oh, I mean, as of right now, I would have to say Taylor Swift. I just think there's no... The frenzy around her album coming out is unlike any anything else I've ever seen. And I think that other fans, like obviously ARMY for BTS, those are some like frenzied fans as well. I think you see them more with the musicians than you do with the actors and actresses, just because, you know, music is something you can listen to all day, every day, year round. If an actor has one or two movies coming out a year, you don't really have that year long support for them. So I think it, mm -hmm. it's typically more with artists. Who would you guys say? It's crazy that the the Taylor fascination has actually lasted this long. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like you see years. other other celebs, they kind of come and go or their popularity. She has consistently kept that group like fascinated with her, which is, I don't know, wild because I don't overly love a lot of things about Taylor Swift. I think she makes fantastic music. I just sometimes I, she rubs me a bit the wrong way with the way she treats people and you know that kind of thing but um yeah i i see a lot of for harry styles right now i feel yes. like people are obsessed with harry styles i feel yeah. like there's always that obsession for beyonce oh and you know what um, i would be curious too just because a lot of people say um for taylor swift like she's only seen when she wants to be seen like any photo that you see of her now is either planned or she asked for it as people with experience you know in that field would you say that's true? Like every photo that people see of Taylor Swift right now is either paid for or planned and there's no like accidental caught by paparazzi situation for her this past year. Adam can probably speak more to that, but I think she's very calculated. Yeah, I think she's very calculated um, with everything she does. It's um, it's it's a corporation, you know? It's even like yeah. The Rock, when you get to a certain level, it becomes like, it's an entity. It's a... It's 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 a business around the person. You know, they are the brands. It's just they're as big as Bloomingdale's or as big as Macy's like that's they treat them like that, you know, because there's so many people that work for them. I would say a person who has a really, really strong fan base is Nicki Minaj. Like her fans oh are God. like angry loyal. Like if you say anything bad about it, they'll come at you. And it's like I almost get nervous if I do something about Nicki Minaj. Like her audiences, her fan base surprisingly is really strong in. You know, like the beehive is like nice. Nicki Minaj fans are like, they're intense. Which is weird because I feel like her popularity kind of had like gone, like dipped a little bit. Like when Cardi B and her kind of feuded and Cardi, I, I feel like became really popular. I felt like Nicki just kind of disappeared for a little bit. Maybe she wanted to step out of the public eye. Well, listen, she and like focus yeah, on her attention on other. Well, stuff. she also, you know is with a guy now who has been in the news for, cause he is a convicted, uh, child rapist. predator. Yeah. He's a, yeah, he's and, a, a and murderer yeah. too, right? Like, did I make that up or? I mean, no, he's been, we'd have to uh, Dax, if you can't Google that, just to make sure we know exactly what he's been convicted of. But yeah. he's, uh, I think he's a convicted, he's definitely convicted of something. So it's not the best press for her. And she's with this guy and it's one of those and things where with him she's also didn't she also pay off one of his victims to not talk about what happened to her which I, and i think that was confirmed and that's just like a, a brutal thing to do it's a tough subject for anybody you know it's a tough subject to 
says attempted rape. Nicki Minaj's husband, by the way, not just the guy she's with, has been sentenced to a year of home detention for failing to register as a sex offender. Kenneth Pretty was require, uh, required to inform authorities when he had moved due to an attempted rape conviction from 1995. There you go. Yeah, I think it's one of those things you need to let that you know, fly over or just kind of air it out for as long as possible before you come out pretty hard because it is such a sensitive issue. And he, and he was, news- by the way, charged with um, second degree murder and then he pled. He, tr- he served seven years in prison. Seems like an outstanding guy. Yeah, though. It seems like we got to get to know him. Um, the bars. <laughs> Nikki knows something about him. She likes him. So, yeah, I would say Nicki Minaj has the strongest fan base. As far as blind items that come out about Nicki Minaj, I don't really see too many. Um, but it's, I think, I feel like blind items that a lot of people come out from the fan base is like a Taylor fan base because they're just so, she's a little bit more mysterious. I don't know. They're mm-hmm. interested about yeah. the business behind her. I also think too, like bl- blind items are more interesting. Like Nicki Minaj with her husband, right? Those are news articles that people are reading. And I think people are more fascinated about blind items when it's not in the news. That's why the whole lore of selena gomez really intrigued me because i had this image of her as a clean squeaky clean you know the only disney girl who made it out of disney without ever touching you know drugs or alcohol once so i think whenever blind items reveal a completely different image of someone that you had in your head that's why the whole oh is taylor swift gay theory that's like running rampant on tiktok it just people love it when there's a theory of someone who's the exact opposite that the headlines present it's like so intriguing yeah 100%. Hundred percent. My last question for you, Shannon: How many people tell you you look like Gwyneth Paltrow? <laughs> I get that a lot, but it's like all online. Nobody says it in person, so there must be something about like a digital screen that makes it that way. But thank you, I'm honored. I'd love to. <laughs> Did you get any of her vagina candles? Is all I need to know. No, no. Maybe I should just make mine own, and it's like my podcast smells <laughs> like vagina. You know, send right? that to people. <laughs> No, you do an- My podcast sounds like a queef, and you know, you send it. <laughs> and then we could get sued by Goop, which would be for some like really good content, you know? Right? Yeah. That's good. That'll get us some press. People find out about the podcast. Yeah, who, who do you guys get as your uh, doppelgangers? Uh, Clay Aiken. No one. <laughs> I get Clay Aiken if he had a baby Ruben Stuttered. Um, <laughs> or if I get, or if I get like Ryan Reynolds, if he had a peanut butter allergy, uh, who else? Oh God, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's that's what I get. Um, if he had a peanut butter, allergy. yeah, if he was in the middle of like, oh my God, who put? Is there peanuts in this? Uh God, that's like seven minutes into the allergy. That's what I get. <laughs> oh god shannon thank you so much for joining us if uh if anyone hasn't checked out fluently forward the podcast go check it out right now she's got some great like there's great topics that you can check out i loved the one you did a couple weeks ago which are maybe it's a couple months ago on uh the harry potter yeah, that was great and all the blind items Thanks, yeah. and all the stories about them um, I was always a big Harry Potter fan. So that one I was like, oh, I can't wait to listen to this episode. So, um, but she's got all kinds of stuff. Like she said, the 30 Rock one just came out the other day. 
Um, I think you will really, if you enjoy our podcast or you enjoy Beyond the Blinds, you will definitely enjoy Fluently Forward. And you can check out her blog, fluentlyforward.com. Um, and listen, she is, she's crushing it right now. She is now a full-time podcaster, content creator. Um, and we are wishing you so much luck. Yeah, that was really fun to have you on. So thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you, Shannon. All right. Well, that was fun. I, you know me. I love, uh, I love some blind item podcasting. <laughs> I do. You know, it's not our thing, but. God, I love bringing people on, man. Yeah, it's definitely, I felt better. I'm getting better at them. Um, but it's funny to hear, like, I never heard that one about Tom Cruise playing hide and go seek. And then he just, like, yeah, I, I, I did hear that one once, and it made me laugh so hard <laughs> just thinking about, like, sneaking around his giant mansion. And you're like, you open up, like, the closet door, and you're like, oh, found Tom. You know, he's hard as a rock sitting in the closet wanking it. Blind items to me are fun. They're challenging, but I'm getting better. But Shannon's like crushing it. And uh, make sure you check out her podcast, Fluently Forward. Um, it's a lot of fun. Really good. Uh, it's a really good listen. Uh, thank you guys for listening. You know, check us out. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. We're on it all. Um, go to our private Facebook group. Dax, what's our private Facebook group? Off the record. Find Hollywood Ross Facebook page, and then you will find the Off the Record private section of it uh you have to be admitted in you have to answer a couple questions but once you're in it is a lot of fun and uh you know this is where we talk to you guys personally this is where if you ask us questions we'll answer it um where we break a lot of our news because that is just our go-to spot we've got the fan base there and you guys are cool so that's where we hang out a lot yeah. um beyond that where else should they go uh follow us on instagram holly raw pod tiktok holly raw podcast uh you can follow me at, at adam glynn g-l-y-n follow dax holt at d-a-x-h-o-l-t leave a review and leave us a review please head on over to itunes find the hollywood raw podcast scroll down to the bottom um and that is where you can leave us a five-star review plus Say something and sign your name in there. Put your name on there so when we read it out loud at the beginning of the episode, we can credit you personally, not just some random uh, name that uh, iTunes has given you. Put your name in there. So anyway, thank you guys for joining us. Until next time, later. A Huda Media Production.